Hello there, welcome to a brand new episode of Fortuneman Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing weekend and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. So today we're going to be talking about handling offense from a fellow Christian who we think should know better. Now unfortunately we live in a falling world and that means that sometimes offense will come. Unfortunately it might come from a fellow Christian at times. We often wonder at the behavior of some Christians. We ourselves, without even knowing it sometimes, we also leave people wondering about our faith when we allow our flesh to rule. Now, does it mean that the same Holy Spirit is not in us? Does it mean the Holy Spirit is present for everything but conflict resolution? I don't think so. I've grown to see that the Holy Spirit is at work in each of us as believers and the fact remains that until we are totally plunged of self and flesh, we still leave room for those things to be reflected in our character, those things that cause strife, those things that cause conflict, those things that cause disappointment. Now because of this knowledge that we all might hurt someone at some point, We should have a more gracious and merciful outlook to life. Now, this is something that we're all learning, including myself. Our first response to another believer's faults should never be, oh, and he says he's a Christian, oh, and she says she's a Christian. We shouldn't be doubting someone's faith because we couldn't resolve an issue that we had with them. Now, We're going to talk about what it really means to be gracious and merciful to fellow Christians and anyone at all when offense comes from them to us. The first thing we must know is that it is important that you take a step back rather than respond immediately. One of the wisdom that we will get from the Bible is understanding how important it is not to react in anger, how it's important it is not to react emotionally because half the time Emotional reactions lead to further sin. So be the person who always insists on taking a step back. Maybe in thinking about it, the Holy Spirit, you allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and he might show you things that you didn't even see. He might calm your heart and give you a way to even speak to the person. But if we insist on rushing into a response, if we, if we insist on responding immediately, there are chances that things might escalate and a shift from the person offending us to be also offending them back. So have that in mind. Always take a step back. It saved me so many times because I can be a very reactive person personally. But that's one of the things that the Holy Spirit has been teaching me. You don't have to be reactive. You can take a step back. That's why self-control is a fruit of the Spirit and the Bible tells us that it is resident right inside of us. So don't think that your flesh has mastered you and so must rule even when offense come. Take a step back. Secondly, always give the benefits of doubt. Now this is something that we need just to live in the society that we live in, in the world that we live in. Every single day you will encounter things that will shock you. People will make you angry, unprovoked. Now, like I said, it hurts more when it comes from a Christian because you're thinking, well, we all have the Holy Spirit in us. How did you allow yourself, you know, do what you did? 
Now we need to understand that sometimes intentions don't look like behaviors. Someone might do something with an intention to be good, but the outward action might appear bad to people looking. Now, because we do not see the hearts of men, we cannot judge their action except if it is outrightly wrong. And as a matter of fact, the Holy Spirit, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit helps us to judge accurately. But in times where we have not received word from the Holy Spirit and we see the behavior of someone who appears to be a Christian and you do not understand why they've done what they did, it's important that you speak to them or before you speak to them, give them the benefits of doubt. Because if you rush into speaking to them without understanding, the chances are that you're going to go in an accusatory manner rather than just a conversation manner. So learn to give people the benefit of doubt. This is something that I have really learned in the last three years in my work with God. Even when someone has done the most outright evil thing, if I don't fully understand their intention, I tell myself, I make excuses. Okay, maybe this was it. Okay, maybe that was it. And it helps me so much. It helps me to move past things. It helps me to forgive. It helps me to keep seeing the God in people rather than seeing the evil in them because it's very easy to keep seeing the evil in people because we're human beings, okay? We're flawed. If not for the Spirit of God that is in you, you yourself are also flawed. But daily, the Spirit of God teaches us on how to relate with our fellow men. Why? Remember that Jesus Christ found favor before God and also before men. So it's important that we also have favor before men. And sometimes that looks like giving people the benefits of the doubt. Thirdly, pray for them and not talk about them. This is a very powerful one. Sometimes we think we can talk to our friends or we can talk to our parents about what someone has done to us. And a lot of times it seems justified because we're hurt, right? Can't I speak to my friend? It's gotten me in trouble more often times than I can remember. And I'm also learning that it is important to pray about these things. If you do not pray about it, we give the devil room to come in and leverage and do and cause havoc. The devil is a roaring lion. He's literally going around looking for what to escalate, what to cause trouble in, what to just make a mess of. Okay, this is why we have to be guarded. This is why we have to stay alert. And one of the big ways he does this is introducing offense. Do you realize how subtle offense is? It's never a big or a loud thing. It's usually very, very subtle. You just realize that you're harboring resentment in your heart against someone because of something that they did that you never confronted them about. So ensure that you're always praying for these people, these Christians that have caused you offense, that have caused you pain, that have caused you to doubt their own faith. Pray for them rather than talking about them or about the situation. Finally, and most importantly, check yourself i always tell people one of my best things about christianity is that god leads us to check ourselves first okay god leads you to look at the man in the mirror at the woman in the mirror because that is where change will always start if it cannot start from you it will not start from the other person the bible says that we should take out the log 
that is in our eye before we go around taking out a speck in other people's eye. Christianity has not mastered this, which is why there's so much conflict. This person that is living in a glass house is throwing a stone at someone. I don't know if you guys know the saying that goes, a man living in a glass house does not throw stones. Now, what that basically means is because you yourself realize how fragile you are, you will be more gracious and not throw stones at another person. It doesn't mean that you live in hypocrisy. It just means that you live a gracious and a merciful life, always giving people the benefits of doubt as we spoke about. So always look within. Even when offense has come to you, check yourself. Now, it can be very hard to do that because it is outrightly obvious that this person has offended me. But even when it is that obvious, look within. Was there a place that I contributed? Was there a way that I could have avoided it? Examine yourself. The Bible encourages us to always examine ourselves. In examining yourself, the Holy Spirit might show you something that might also help the other person. But if we are always so quick to point fingers at the other person, the chances are that we would also miss out on learning things from that situation. So check yourselves. Now, these points allow us to see people through the lens of God. God does not doubt his spirit in us when we fall. No, he believes the best of us. He picks us up and hands us another chance. Think about all the chances that God has given you since you became a Christian, even before you became a Christian. God is so gracious. God is so merciful. And we must be like our Father. We must have the same gracious and merciful spirit, particularly when offense comes. Now, the Bible says that men will know that we are God's disciples by the love that we have for each other. Take note, not by the love that we have for strangers, not by the love that we have for non-Christians, by the love that his disciples have for each other. What happens is that people see the way that we love ourselves in the body of Christ and they go, hmm, I want to do this. I want to be like this. I want to have relationships like this. But this is defeated when we are fighting with our Christian brothers and we take it out for the world to see. So people in the world, unbelievers, atheists, they are looking at Christians attacking themselves and they are thinking, I don't want to be part of a body that is divided against itself. This is what happens when we allow strife and conflict to make way for the devil in our relationships and our fellowships. There is absolutely nothing that the Spirit of God cannot conquer. The Spirit of God helps us to conquer offense. Reminds me of one of my favorite scriptures that says that, says that it is to one's glory to overlook offense. Every time I think about that scripture when I'm angry, I get so excited. It is to my glory to be able to overlook offense, even when it comes from a fellow Christian. Now, I just want to conclude by saying it's a progressive journey. It's never instant. So don't be mad at yourself if you fall today, if you fall tomorrow. Just ensure that it is always in your mind that I must be gracious. I must be merciful. I must see the God in people. That's one of my mottos in my life. Look for the God in people. Look for the God in things because God is in every single thing on this earth. He owns it and he's in it. So I say, God, open my eyes. I want to see you. Even in the most evil person, let me see you in them. And God always hears that prayer. So I hope you've learned from today's episode how to handle offense generally, 
but particularly from people who are of the household of faith. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast and I look forward to speaking to you next week. This is Fortuman Podcast Navigating Life and Relationships. Love and Light. Bye. Thank you.